This episode is brought to you by Mary Beer and Maury Manamil. Thank you for your generous donation and continued support of this podcast. We see y'all. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. All right. Would you rather be in a relationship with someone who's hella fine but has no sense of fashion and can't dance for shit <laughs> or be with someone who has a great sense of fashion and can dance his life off, her, his life off, but is ugly as fuck. <laughs> and I'm, this is relationship, okay? I didn't say fuck relationship okay so bruh <laughs> <laughs> right okay honey take your time take your time hmm. shall i popcorn this eeny meeny miny most bulu hit us <laughs> see what happened was <laughs> what happened was I was dating both them motherfuckers <laughs> right. at the same time. <laughs> we want to know, honey. Right. No, I think because I'm just hella open and, you know, I have my little hoe card out there <laughs> in the past. In the past. Um, I had, you know, a whole variety of, you know, had people that um, can dance, but, you know, look hella ugly. Wow. But they but they have the best personality. Honey, I don't know. And then the ones, the cute ones are always the ones that, like, can put a little two-step in it. <laughs> but they have the ugliest personality. Facts. Mm. So I'm always going to go for the um, <laughs> we person with fashion. Mm. Doesn't look that fine. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I really like looking into somebody. So, like, when they're really genuine... Come on, no. yes. I'm, ta- I'm talking about like Michael Blackson. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you don't know Michael Blackson? Oh, bro, I'm gonna pull it up right now, bro. Pull it up. Yeah. Y'all ain't Both shit. y'all don't know? Right. <laughs> y'all gonna know today. Do you know Michael Blackson? Okay, okay. No, no brother from uh, Wildin' Out. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Y'all gonna know. Y'all gonna regret I'm this one. Sh- See, I I would pick I would pick the same one. I would pick the ugly motherfucker with the fashion and the oh. dance because I mean, beauty. You know, like I find that beauty in them. Like when it comes, right. like because it, just the looks off top is like uh, you know that's a lot to deal with. But I'm a freak, so I like you know mm. I, big old freak. Yeah, all right. That's bro. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the one from Wild and Out. Oh. He ain't ugly. You, you will beat honey. You're right. You're right. He, he, to each his own. Right. <laughs> Damn, but you gonna call somebody out like that? Like Michael Blackson. No, because I mean, everyone always reference. uses Michael yeah, Blackson. That's the or... reference that people use to yeah, yeah. compare. But for me, it's just like like he know he an ugly motherfucker. Right. <laughs> he does. He does. He's goofy. He's, the, the fact yeah. that he's goofy and funny that's what makes him hella beautiful. Right. That's like, like you can make me laugh it. and you can dance. Right. And you can just. Oh, we fucking tonight. <laughs> mm. That's yeah. I would pick the ugly motherfucker too, Spooler. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about you? You right? Huh? No, I would choose the ugly one too. She lied. No, I would. No, this is this. No, this is. No, I really would choose the ugly one for sure. So we, why? We why? Are, why? 
Because I feel like swag and finesse and how people carry, that's so attractive to me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that can like outweigh the physical. So it's like, I just feel like if someone is able to kind of carry themselves with confidence, that's a turn on. Yeah. If they're able to dress with their confidence, that's even more of a turn on. So it's like, you know, like it, it's crazy how someone with swag can really magnify somebody's beauty even when they don't have it. So, mm-hmm. like, even when you looked at Michael Blackson, like, he, although, like, if people didn't know he was a, um, a like, a huge, yeah, a huge celebrity, they probably would have thought he's ugly. But the way he carries himself with confidence. Yeah. And he has he has some swag. So, it's like, he be pulling bitches left and right. Right. You know? So, like, he's one great, you know. Individual. Just, yeah. Because <laughs> they be the ones that, like, have a, a, a deep-ass story. Like, mm. I dress this way. I dance this way because it took a lot mm-hmm. to get to this point. Right. So then, you know, they're the ones that can fight, too. Yeah. They're the ones that their, their comebacks <laughs> be on point. Yeah. Their okay. comebacks be like, I'm like, okay, yeah, Roast bad. somebody real I, quick. I actually knew D-Boy's answer before this because uh, we won't You're... say any names, but <laughs> there was this uh, one person that was kind of like off-step and he's a little two-step and was, uh, the timing was off when uh, this person was dancing and D-Boy's like, I'm done. <laughs> like, uh, D-Boy, you nah, that motherfucker's still fine, though. Okay, because you was, you was l- super like, I'm done. <laughs> Turned, but points damn. were lost. Though. Yeah. yeah, points were lost when I seen the dancing, and I was just like, "What the? <laughs> what? I'm actually glad I seen that shit. Right. Calm it down a little bit, you know." Yeah, I'm just I'm just fortunate enough that um, <clears throat> my boo <laughs> can dance okay. and has a little two step, a, a like a, a little two-step. a little one. It's hella cute. It's <laughs> it's adorable, <laughs> but my boo can dress okay. and look hella good. Hey. Oh, okay. 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 I feel I'm feeling the the vibes I'm all up in the here. blue vibes. Like, mind y'all, uh, the boo is sitting right behind this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Like <laughs> with the gun is right. I'm gonna go was home. that a gun or was that a thumbs up? <laughs> 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 okay, okay, well, okay I one. got a would you rather because we were just chopping it up earlier, and I'm like, that would be that sounds like a good one. Okay. Would you rather live without mayonnaise mm. or rice? Mm. I, I'm gonna say I, I could live without um, mayonnaise mm. because you just lost your tonguing card, bro. Who are you? <laughs> Not bad. The rice be on the rice be on some next level. The mayonnaise, yeah, right. you know, you're right. I could do it without, but. It's funny because I, um, you know, they came to cook for the family. Oh. And okay. Um, oh, cook. all about Come boo, through, baby. baby. Come through, they got baby, that, baby. Right, got that southern flavor. Oh, what? What was you? Well, from, I want to know. From New Orleans. Knowledge oh, from Knowledge? So it was interesting because um, at starch, we always have rice, mm-hmm. but the main dish was pasta. Mm. And we, my family, we always mix that shit. Like we always gotta have <laughs> right, rice, right, 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 right pasta right. or rice right. or something else. And I mean, like you know, th- I think about hamburger helper. I always gotta have some rice, rice. some hamburger helper shit. Right, it's a jambalaya every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, partner? Oh, I would choose. You, you asked if live without it. Oh, I can live without mayonnaise for sure. Okay, I can't live without rice at all. Last night I could not live without rice. Baby girl, I was like, I need rice with this oka right now. Best foods could be gone. <laughs> Bye. Live your best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say I, I could live without mayonnaise too. I, right. I, but you don't even like mayonnaise though. I don't like it by itself. 
okay. Yeah. Feel me? Like I like the things that you can mix. You know, like you need to use mayonnaise for. But yeah, I can live without it. Mayonnaise good. Uh, it's good, but I can. Yeah. Mayonnaise is popping, especially when you mix it with hot sauce and make that a little Sriracha. hot mayonnaise. Yeah. Ooh. I figured this would you rather would be hard. I mean, I was just thinking about our community, but you know, for all communities, because I mean, a staple mm. in our community is. Both those things, right? Rice, Facts. mayonnaise. I mean, my family members, they mixed both of them motherfuckers and just ate it like that. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Damn, oh. mayonnaise and rice? Yeah, y'all don't wow. y'all don't got family members that do that shit? Nah, yeah. Mayonnaise and rice? Mayonnaise and rice. I'll, only about fried, fried rice. Yeah. Nah. Wait, you add mayonnaise to fried rice? <laughs> Honey. Ew. Wow. Nah, I mean, I'm, not that, I'm not that, I'm not at that it's, level yet. It's because... I'm a, I'm a mayonnaise hater, though, so... Right. But it's it's because I like eating rice with a spoon. Like I like chunks of rice. Like I don't like if it's not sticky rice. Fried rice is all mixed together, mm-hmm. so it's all the, the the grains are already pieced apart. <laughs> but when you add the mayo, it it's the glue. It's the glue. If it's because if you ain't got no um, sweet and sour sauce. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm dead. But uh, rice yeah, over everything. My family, real life, <laughs> they be putting just. Regular old rice and a glop of mayonnaise. Mix that shit up and just eat it like that. But it has to be hot rice, huh? Like, I don't know. I can't, I can't see anybody doing cold rice and mayonnaise, bro. That's already... Oh, no. mm, that's a catastrophe. Yeah. Did y'all grow up with rice and sugar yes. and milk and butter? Yes. Oh, I just rice and butter. Yeah, rice, no. sugar, and milk. Rice, butter, sure. and soy. That's mm. that That's that po' folks. Yeah, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Little breakfast, going. Facts, facts, of course, facts. cocoa lysa. Mm. That cocoa rice, French bread. That's extra, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, one more quick. Would you rather? This is fun, especially because we have Spulu here with us. Okay, so instead of you, you've heard of fuck, marry, kill, or or banish. <clears throat> so same same idea, but this, but instead we're gonna flip it and we're gonna say top, bottom. Verse. <laughs> okay, so you gotta you gotta pick which one of these folks you would top, bottom, or verse for. So Kofi Siribo, he's from Queen Sugar and Girls Trip. Mm. Mm. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, who's from Fruitville, Black Panther, Creed, or or no, not or and The Rock. Top, bottom, verse. Which one? Mm, this is tasty. <laughs> <laughs> the menu is real nice. Right. I mean, there's no losing. I'm glad I'm not, I don't have to kill anybody yeah. because I don't. Psh. Yeah, no, that's why uh, right. Lee, who was on the sh- uh, the show last week, shout out to Lee Kava. Um, she she told us, "Oh, can we do banish?" Yeah, I was like, "Damn, that's real, huh?" Because kill, that's just that's fucked up. <laughs> right. But yeah, top bottom verse. You too, partner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kofi, The Rock, and Michael B. Jordan. <clears throat> I mean, I can go if you want to take some time. Oh, I'm going. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> go in. Right. I'm just, you know. I'm, <laughs> you I'm stay freak, ready. Right. I'm freak on the low. Freak, freak, freak. Okay. You no longer Michael. on the low anymore. <laughs> Big old booty freak. <laughs> right. Last night. Um, <laughs> what happened? Was, what happened was... Oh, Lord. Come on, uh, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan. 
verse. Ooh. Ah, okay. And um, hmm. No, yeah, yes. And then um, uh, Kofi um. Oof. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd rather have yeah, bottom, mm-hmm. and then top. Um, rock. The, the rock. rock. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like. <laughs> look that way. Yeah, just look that way. You look to turn around. Right. Touch your ankles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you can touch. If you can touch it with all the muscles. Sheesh. It's getting a little hot. Oof. Okay. But, how about you, partner? Okay. Top rock. Oh. Um, I would bottom who Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. and then um first Kofi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would bottom for Kofi. Mm-hmm. Verse with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, same as you will and top the rock. See. <laughs> 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 so I had to think about that. I'm like, dang do I- Michael B. Jordan or Kofi? Yeah, I'll just go with Kofi. Ooh. Kofi is... Sadie. Sadie. All right, y'all. Welcome to For the Cultures Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bex Bumble. What it do, Kaipo? It is your host, D-Boy. And we have a dope-ass um, fucking creator in here. Creative. Um, what are you? Fashion designer. What else we got here, D-Boy? We have dance, dance, visual media, visual media, photography. Gosh, you model, model too. You just popping, popping, po- posing, posing too. <laughs> he be choosing <laughs> part of our queer collective as well. Okay. We have Spoolu in the building, y'all. What's popping? Super grateful, all the way from Oakland, California. Yee. Hey. Town business. <laughs> <laughs> the town yes. is in the building. Uh, man, talk to us. Spoolu, tell us, tell us a little bit about you. Yes. Spoolu. S P U L U. All hey. caps. Spooluism. Okay. No lowercase. All caps. <laughs> all caps. I'm on the realm of, you know, you know, Prince. <laughs> yes. Rihanna, yes. Beyonce. I'm trying Ooh. to, you know, hey. put that hey. energy out there. Okay. No last name, just Spoolu. From East Oakland. Just Hulu, uh, huh? Yeah. Just one name, huh? Twomps. Murder <laughs> Dub. Hey! <laughs> home of the Black Panthers. Come on. Home of the Ohlone. Mm. And just being there from birth. I'm a Highland Hospital baby. You gotta <laughs> be from Oakland. You gotta know you from Highland. Okay. You know, you're a Highland baby. Dope, yeah. dope, so, dope. Yeah, again, Welcome. with all the other... Skills that y'all mentioned, yeah, dance. Yeah. You know, I try to do a little bit. I think as Pacific Islander, we just have mm. so many skills mm-hmm. to just kind of navigate, especially as queer folks. Right, right, right. You know, we can hit our chest and snap our fingers at the same time <laughs> and you sway know. your hips. Sway your hips. Jare. Yes. Spoolu. Um. There's a. There's a. Uh, there's a reason why it's Spoolu, right? Yes. Can you tell us about that? Shout out to um, <clears throat> shout out to um, Siona Siona Lorena from City College. These are my homies from City College. We were in City College um, student supported students mm-hmm. S Cube. Mm-hmm. Shout out to S Cube. Sitting there, it was a class assignment. We we're coming up with names. It was just a little 
we were going off a tangent of um, off of our class subject, and we mm-hmm. started talking about our rap names. Okay. And everybody went around. I was like, dang, Olive O is like something different. Like my given name is beautiful, and I honor it highly when it comes to family. When right. I'm in the workspace. Are you named after somebody? I'm named after somebody. <laughs> family member or like somebody uh, outside of the family that did something else, good for your family. Well, see, just to put my whole name out there. Um, it's probably it's already out there it's on Facebook. The mm-hmm. government's already putting it out there. So Spencer Simotepulu. Mm. So Spencer is I'm named after a prophet mm. um, in the Mormon religion. Mm-hmm. You can go into that too. So yeah, yeah. My dad, yeah, my dad served his mission in New Zealand nice. and had the opportunity to um, work hand in hand with the prophet at that time. Right. Um, and then that's my name. That's where I came out of. And I think you know, kind of really embracing that name and and. You know, being queer and trying to like find that identity with the religion, I mm-hmm. think owning up to that name and seeing that like my dad's seeing a prophet, right? You know, I'm not a prophet of the church, but a prophet as being a, a leader that um, I'm I am today. Yes, so. come That's on. Dope. And my my uncle. Okay. Uh, everybody say you got the I got the good looks from him. You know, <laughs> shout out to my uncle and then <laughs> that family name that I carry, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh a big part of Pulu. Mm. So the S is from Spencer and Simote, they both started with S. Mm-hmm. And then Pulu is my last name. All caps. So that's just... All caps. So if you don't know me, don't be calling, about my, calling me by my given name. There you go. Spulu. <laughs> right. Right. Spulu. I'm the same way. That's, right. That name is fire. That's why. Right. So everybody Spulu. in the world, everybody, you know, <laughs> everybody out there, is, I'm Danny Boy. Mm-hmm. D-Boy. Yeah, you got to know me, know me to call me Daniel. Mm-hmm. Do not call me Daniel. Because you don't know me like that. <laughs> you don't know me like that. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's what's up. That's Spulu. So, it, it was it was a rap name. So, it was Spulu Spice. Okay. And then, oh, you was a Spice Carol. I was a Spice. <laughs> I was, I was a, a child of the Spice. <laughs> the, the child Spice. <laughs> I probably was a uh, um, baby Spice. Little baby Spice? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. That's but, yeah, so, that's where Spulu erupted from. You, I love you it. Said I love Spencer it. Spencer and Simonte, right? So it's not Spulu, it's Spulu. Spulu. <laughs> yeah. That's like, why I put it all caps because I'm, I wasn't going to put like. Spulu. You got to have Spulu. some attitude with it. <laughs> right. It's Spulu. I mean, when, when I was going by Spencer for a long time, like all the black kids in Oakland, like, you know, the way they pronounce it, like black people just make me feel so good when they be like, Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. <laughs> What's up? That's him over there. He finding over there. Spencer. That's Spencer right there. And then I was just like, oh, it, it wasn't like Spencer. Like it wasn't Spencer. You know, I was named after you know Alangi. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. Me too. My name is biblical. But mm-hmm. all my black uh, friends, they like Dio. Where Dio? Where Dio? <laughs> you know. They had that extra, extra good. They got that. They put the swag in there, right. man. I gotta, you know, I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> Spool. Okay. So, yep. Good to have well, you good here, Spoo. Well, good to have Spoo. you for sure, man. We are looking forward to having great conversations with Spoolu. He's in the building. It was kind. Of, it was really hard to get this guy to free up his schedule for us because uh, right. baby boy is just popping out here in the Thank bay. You, you feel me? Spicy. <laughs> right now, I have time. I'm now you have time. time. We just finished the fashion show just yes. like the other week. It was ah. lit, and we'll t- and we'll go into that conversation yes. when we uh, in our chop it up section. But first, we usually just uh, kind of ent- we segue into our. Where we ground and we usually kind of center our our listeners and even ourselves, and we just get, we usually give this opportunity to our guests to just do whatever they need to do or do if they want to kind of give us 
some peace and some love. If you want to just share your energy, share your mm-hmm. light, this is your opportunity to do so. So, Swulu, if you want to take the honors to do that, feel free. If not, you can throw it back. It's totally up to you. No, definitely. But just anything that you, that's in your heart that you want to share, if it's a scripture, if it's just something that's just say, hey, I just want to put out love and put out joy, and this is the reason why. Or if you have some breathing techniques, it's whatever. No, definitely, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. I definitely love bringing in, you know, everyone into a space, into a, a peaceful mm. going. And, and um, I don't have, like, a particular quote or yeah. any, any breathing techniques to go in. Like, that's all what I've realized is just something where I've been institutionalized to think that that's mm. how I should open up. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I think um, as we're in conversation with... Um, the many topics that we're going to go in, I think um, just asking for our ancestors to be here, mm. for those that paved the way for we could for us to just even have a conversation mm-hmm. about the things that we're going to go into and, and having that privilege and acknowledging. Mm. I think once, you know, in prayer, we acknowledge a higher power. In spaces, um, we offer gratitude to those who um, put on... So I want to thank y'all for inviting me thank you. and, and blessing me within platform to really just um, share my story and talk that talk. Okay. <laughs> hey. And I've been, you know, walking and moving. Now it's just mm. really putting a voice to the work that I've been putting online and yeah. stuff that y'all have witnessed and just have context to what goes into a lot of the things that I do. Mm. Um, and just something, a quote that um, a, a, a mentor of mine shared um I've been a part of so many great programs that offer a lot of healing spaces. Mm-hmm. So um, 2005, we had the opportunity to join the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theaters program at UC Berkeley mm-hmm. um, as a youth. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I've just been a lifelong ambassador of this organization. They're popping. They're the cultural ambassador of the world. Wow. So when you speak of cultural symbolism you think of Alvin Ailey and you think of this mm. this organization and this person who paved the way for black and brown folks mm. in the south and using movement and artistry to talk about it and he mm. says all the time everything that we do now uh, when it comes to his state and dance which is his offering to the world um, it no longer becomes his his work it belongs to the people mm. so he makes work for the people and it belongs to the people mm. so um, having this idea of possession that we hold sacred to ourselves mm. um, when we talk it no longer becomes our, our word anymore mm. Mm. so when you have a platform like for the culture that's so okay. beautiful mm. um, it, bec- it belongs to the people now right. so when we yeah. speak into the mic we're having these conversations and ongoing conversation and discourse around our truth so Mr. A- Mr. Ailey sharing this with my mentor who uh, transitioned mm. um, on Mother's Day. Um, so he transitioned. I got a phone call Mother's Day. You know, it was supposed to be a day for my mom. Mm. And I received a phone call. And um, I never had a proper way to really celebrate uh, his, his legacy uh, mm. until this week. So wow. um, the camp that usually happens that I was a part of as a youth um, happened and just attending and watching. I'm always producing or managing the show. This is the first time I've actually kind of stepped back mm. and watched the show, um, and it really was empowering. So I think just nice. um, 
for those that are listening, like the work that you do, like this is just confirmation that we're us three here having a conversation about issues that needs to mm, be addressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And addressed in a way that um, could bring some healing and also just start conversation. Absolutely. Right. Start conversation. So, again, whatever you do doesn't yeah. belong to you because it's, mm. it's meant to serve yes. those. So, yeah, that's just my offering in terms of just bringing affirmation, confirmation to the things that we're doing now. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, too. And I feel like that's the way in which we should frame this, you know, like not just thinking about like blessing, but an offering, right? Mm. What we offer up in this space to really ground ourselves. And I'm super planted with what you just said, bro, Mm, for real. Like our our, um, intention and our vision for this is that it's not ours. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like, hence the name for the cultures. Right. And we, you know, we really workshopped a lot. When we first, first started, we, you know, we yeah. spelt it with a C. And shout out to Bex's folks. You know, it was like, you're both queer. Why not try it? You know, why not do it with the Q? Right. Replace right. it with the Q. Right. And, and we also are very intentional about cultures, right? Like, right. Because we, when we were talking and rapping about this project, it was like, we're both queer. Mm-hmm. We're both from the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, we both recently, you know, came out mm-hmm. and just so many other elements of who we are, right? Yeah. And like how this thing is to start conversation, to bring visibility to our community, but it doesn't, it's not our thing, right? right. Only our thing. Yeah. And I love it because this is just me being super open is that there were, there were plenty of times where like, I felt like I hit up D boy. I said, D boy, man, I'm kind of tired. Let's not do this. And D boy would always remind me, man, we're doing this for the people, you know, like we got to right. come back, you know, cause we, we're going on to our 50th episode and you know, like we're, we're oh, grateful. This is it. Oh, this is it. This what? is our 50th episode. Oh shit. Hey. Shout out oh, to shit. Pop the bottle, pop the bottle. <laughs> Where's the bottle of champagne? Pop that thing. <laughs> we on episode 50, y'all. Oh, Sheesh. Look at me. Look at God. But there's been plenty of times where I just, you know, kind of get tired, kind of feel like we ain't really, we ain't hitting nowhere. You know, people are just not tapping in. And I would, you know, I'm grateful for D-Boy to always remind me like, hey, man, at the end of the day, we are doing, we're not even doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for the cultures, you know. It's always kind of bring us back to that reminder of what you just said. And also, like, doing it for the culture, but the culture got to come through for us, too. Come through, please. We're offering these spaces and we're offering a lot of our energy and, and I get it when we are at our burnt out stage yes. we're like oh, asking people real. to push through like just push through you just got it push. but it's cool like come on y'all family y'all hear us yes right. honey we out here come through and support for us but again this again going back to our purpose it's for y'all yes for y'all I love that thank you thank you so much that was really that was life Whew. that was like, yeah. Everybody take a second to just, you know, let That's that a sit in. Moment, yeah, huh? just let, let that sit and saturate within yourself, and just mm, that was a good one. Thank you. Good work. Oh, good work. Man. 
But bruh, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> what's oh happening? Oh my gosh, let me tell you, I feel Talk a lot lighter this week. No, right now, today, yes. mm-hmm. this week was a little heavy because you know a bitch was carrying some shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. A bitch had the world on her shoulders. <laughs> no, on your chest. <laughs> a, bi- a bitch had the world on her chest. That shoulders, yeah. fuck, baby girl was weighed down. Oh, and not man. in a good way. Like, well, maybe, but anyhow, um, yeah, shit. I I am so grateful right now mm. to just be able to finally get in my voice. And I mean, there were a lot of people that um, I don't know if you were kind of caught up with what's been happening in social media. My picture went viral. You know, there was some good and bad feedback on it, but definitely way more bad than good. And it got to a point where it it kind of just went from people having their own opinions to people down talking, and then to people sliding in the DMs, trying you know doing some low empty threats. So it just kind of got a little out of hand. And you know, it, you know, at, at first when I caught wind of it, I was like, yeah, that, that just let people just do whatever. She was like, D boy, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I had to tell D boy, please don't get involved right. in that fuckery. <laughs> we don't need this shit right now. I'm about to. Lay these motherfuckers out. Like, he, was, he was he was out of people's throats. He would always text you. I'm, I was like, please, not right now. I'm already dealing with my own frustration. <laughs> I can't deal. See, just tap out, Baby tap girl. out. But you know, um, basically, D Boy and I just recorded um, a recent episode where I got where it was, it was called titled "Bex Comeback," and I got to share my heart, my views, and just what I thought and what I and what my experience through that whole journey. So it was right. really good to just kind of get that off my chest. I'm really grateful for my co-host to help me navigate through that mm-hmm. very emotional episode. It was definitely really, really uh, nice to have you by my side. A little motherfucker right, right, right. right here, bitch. Who wanted? Who wanted? That's that's exactly right. what he would say every time. Who wants this? He's almost like, get, get your fucking gangster fingers off that. Right. I need you to not. But I'm grateful that um that after that episode there was there was a lot of good love that came mm. back you know to to our our page to our, my personal page and um basically i feel like it just kind of put an end to that noise i mean uh, I, yes it didn't really i don't I haven't heard any, so much of it, anything negative have you yeah there's still there's still you know okay. folks out there who um are you know have some shit to say but like you said in the episode right they're talking about the the tattoo and yeah. not you yeah and, and that's it. And that's cool, right? Yeah. And I feel I absolutely agree that like everything you had to say, you said it, and that's it, and that's all. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Right. And if other people got some just sh- some shit to say, we're gonna refer you right to the episode. <laughs> Both episodes of Both Hawaii episodes. Right. And And Dacia's Af- episode. Right. Shout out to Afrotainer. <clears throat> so, you know, that bro was a little it was a it was a lot of mixed emotions happening within this week up until now. Now I'm really I'm feeling light, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling happy. And this is where I want to kind of work from from here on out, <laughs> from this place of joy. I don't want to be fucking taken back anymore by people's, you know, opinions and views. And that's the thing about social media that, you know, I, I've always known that. But when shit gets personal, it's like, shit, now I really got to, like, detach myself from this place because it becomes super toxic. And, Word. I mean, yeah, I'm now trying to be as conscious to, like, separate myself of, like, my time on social media. I'm trying, okay? Right. The keyword is trying. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't say I was going to get it down. Because uh, she got those other DMs to uh, answer. <laughs> no, 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 I, right. no, no, I don't. No, no. I don't have no DMs. Let me make that clear. But yeah, right. that was my bro, y'all. 
Well, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. What's happening? You know, it's, it's a little cute little bruh. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. <laughs> it was out of breath. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Um, I mean, just because Bae right over here, you know. Just because Bae's right behind I'm you. I'm just going to talk about the week and how Bae came over okay. and cooked. Okay. Oh. Talk about Bae's cooking because <laughs> Bae could throw down. And I think I think just in the kitchen. Think, <laughs> <laughs> can Bay only throw down in the kitchen? Is that? Right? <clears throat> Bay could throw down all the above. Oh, honey! <laughs> all the above. Yes, Bay came to the house, and I think it's just again uh, talking about the relationships and introducing. Mm. You know, when you bring someone over to the house, it's like, real. That's traditionally special. you want to be like, "This is Bay <laughs> talking to Bay." <laughs> This is who they are. Um, but I think having multiple conversations around, like, how do you win, you know, your family's heart? Or, like, mm. that comfort to just even come around. Yeah. And I was just like, why don't you cook from the family? They eat. We, we eat. <laughs> they could eat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then my, you know, That's when you smart. have families are are very hard on just who you are. Right. Uh, being queer mm. and fluid. Um, they have one perceived notion of, like, <laughs> what they want to think right, right. who you are and what they think is happening, which is happening. It's right. the truth, but <laughs> to give them that, to redirect it somewhere else and like, mm. oh yeah, this that's what they all, they do. That's right. all they do. Throw down in a, you know, mm-hmm. in the, the, the living room and the room <laughs> and the bathroom and the shower in the, and in the, the kitchen. In the car. In the car. That's my you little. Can. In the backyard. Okay. <laughs> in the car, in the car, in the car, in in the car, we call it uh, some hood rat shit. <laughs> <laughs> so every time we say, oh, you're trying to do some hood rat shit, we're like, come on, what's up? <laughs> in, so, in that little hot tub. Right. In that little hot tub you had in there. In the hot tub. In that hot tub. I've seen that hot tub. That's going to be everybody's little hot tub. Ooh. Over there in the back by the bonfire. Yeah. Right. Where the bonfire be. In the bonfire. <laughs> you know? Mm. So that's my little, little bruh. <laughs> so you in that you in that mode right now? Huh? Yeah, I'm in that moment because I think I've never, you know, get to really share about that part of me. Mm, it's always yeah. that like I'm still having to deal with people like even last night, um, going out with like my homegirl to the concert, hey. um, and just still having people that I've had interactions in the past, and mm. like I always am thinking about my partner, like how would they feel? But it's it's because of my actions in the past, they resurface and come around. Right. But you know how you always got to be hella extra, like, come here. Yes. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and just keep it cordial. And just like, you know, that was just one growing part of my life. Like, yeah, yeah. And they were a part of it. But mm. now it's all about, you know, the little booski. <laughs> the little booski. The little booski. little bubble kitty. Okay, That's so. what's up. How long? How long this been going on? My uh, this has been a relationship of uh, going into five years. Five, five years, yes. bruh. Hold on, bruh. bruh. I know no, you it's, for it's, about it's that light. long, bruh. It's no, a light. That's, bruh. Yeah, it's around that around the same time. So it didn't start. Did it start off as as what this is now, or it didn't start off? <laughs> okay. We gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about <laughs> it. No, it didn't start off that way. I think okay. um, when Spooler was on uh, a whole rant, um, 
my intention when your rotation was was right. active when it was Man. active and going and clicking and swiping and walking around and I think in the in this particular moment, Bay was in the corner, mm. and um, I keep saying just in love. Bay was just in the corner, like holding out for um, uh, their friends. Oh. But th- mind you, their friends, all the homegirls, all the the, the, the partners and the squad that yeah, yeah, Bay yeah. was with. They were trying to get at me throughout the night. Ooh. And I'm over here, like, dodging and dipping. And dodging and, and dipping. Then now they making had, maneuver, and whipping and riding. <laughs> so at the end of the night, I used to live in, in, uh, right off of uh, Church and Market in San Francisco. I was heading home. Uh-huh. And then Bay was taking care of a friend who mm. was getting some action. I'm like, you third with me? Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> you cool? You need a spot to stay? And I think this is... Like, probably the first relationship, I didn't have to have any um, sexual mm. um, going. Mm-hmm. It was pure, just, like, getting to know. Yes. And I didn't see that f- for a while. And, it, uh, you know, through through our relationship, it was a lot of growing moments for mm. me. That's what's up. To learn about, like, what responsibility looks like, mm. what accountability looks like what uh, genuine love looks like and just receiving love. Like, right. you know, baby coming through. Baby, see you. That's what's up. Because it's, you know, like, we were, I, I feel like I was having this conversation with some um, other queer friends about, like, how it's it's so easy for folks to get together and fuck, right? Like, mm. especially in this day and age, we got the abs for it. And there's really been a, a loss of intimacy, right? Like, folks don't like to kiss or do anything you know like get there it's like just straight bam do it and and done right whereas like you start to miss that kind of intimate part of just like let's just lay here and cuddle and spoon and kiss and like that's it right i mean i know kissing leads to other shit most of the time but like folks just don't want to do that Mm. that kind of see my the way my mind is set up, I was about to call it some simp shit. <laughs> but it's but but you know, it's like that shit is is precious and it's valuable and it's like really missing in this day and age. Right. So I feel I see where you know you at right now, all these see, butterflies I and see shit. It, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> you glowing, you glowing. You know. See you. Right, right. I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay. Bruh. Oh man, that was a little. Hmm. It's that uh, chill chill That's that okra, right? It's that spicy okra. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the tongue one or the Samoan one? Which one? My, favorite, my favorite one. is the tongue one. Yes. It's the ota. Oh, yeah, that's what I last night I made okra and ota. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that ota was uh, popping. Right on. She was fire. Ah, oh. hmm. uh, shit. My bruh, man, it's just, it's, it's all kind of tied in through the whole week so mm. it um we've been looking for a place right my family and i've been looking for a place because where we stand at you know it's like the owner is just selling it so we gotta we gotta uh get a new spot mm-hmm. right and it's difficult doing mm. that here in the bay area especially trying to stay you know in the peninsula you know it's like going after all these places the average rent is about like four thousand for a three bedroom mm. one or two baths you know if you're lucky uh but we got the like you know it was like we knew it was something we had to do 
um, and we've just been like do, like doing it and looking here and there. But then we got the the sixty day notice of like, okay, y'all gotta, mm. you know, y'all got sixty days, and it's like, damn, you know, like to know that it's official and that kind of sense, and just know what it's like out there and trying to find a spot. It's um you know, like really impacted my mental health this week where, of course. you know, I, I already couldn't focus because I felt like burnout is real. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also just not feeling like so uh, in love or like motivated in the work that uh, I'm doing. And so it was just a lot. I had to take like a mental health day th- uh, during the week because for one, I couldn't focus and two, I was just in a bad mood, you know, like mm. just like, I just needed to be left alone when I'm in that kind of space mm. because it's all of these feels about like displacement and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the state of living here in the Bay area and, and, um, not being able to like, you know, make it. And so like having to figure out all these options and thinking that like, damn, is anything going to come through? Mm. And also where we, you know, where I live, it's just like, I don't have my space. I don't have my, space to like retreat to Mm -hmm. to be alone and it was just like hard to exist in it and so it's been a difficult week but last night was really healing uh shout out to roots hey shout out to lp and shout out to baby Um, i always forget baby's name but you know who you are (laughs) (laughs) and even just you know shout out to tom shout out Mm. to you you know, you came through and just came yeah. through. You know, it's nice to just be sitting at the table yeah, with your yeah, friends yep. and your folks and, yep. like, be away from home, be present, have dinner. You know, like, mm. everybody It was a family dinner. It like, was a family right. dinner. You know, they cooked. We was at our... Um, Hella bomb. It was at Roots' house. What? Yeah, it was at Roots' house last night. Yep. They hosted, you know, we had dinner as a family, as a collective, and we just was chopping it up about all mm. things. I love that. Um, You know, folks brought food i made the oka and the and the ota um we brought some drink yeah you know we Shit. had some sweet dreams cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> and uh really just had a great convo you know for and sure, i yeah. felt like last night was really healing for me for mm. from this week mm. yeah just because it's been tough just thinking about you know just really feeling that that energy of like displacement and mm. the impact of like us living here in the bay area Mm. and it's just like trying to figure this shit out it's, it's difficult it's challenging but i'm i'm way better now than i was at the beginning of the week mm. <sighs> what what does support look like for you when you're going through that like just uh, leave you alone uh, yeah like off top i feel like because even at work right you know you get asked this all the time right how you doing how you doing how you doing and yeah, it's like yeah. oh I'm good how you doing mm-hmm but shit, that shit was heavy as fuck to where I was like holding it. And when everybody was asking me that question, I was I was just so irritated. And then finally, because I was going to have a one-on-one with my supervisor, she was like, how you doing? And I was like, I could be better. <laughs> <laughs> and the shit, you know, just was like, it was too much. And so, but I feel like, yeah, I need to be left alone. Mm. you know space right just to be a bitch you know like for real that's how i was yeah. acting you know my poor mom and grandma and <laughs> i love them i love i love 
right. your mom, <laughs> grandma, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. yeah, you know, of course, you know, and it's it's just it, I don't know. That's my process. That's where I, you know that's where I at where I was and yeah, support looks like just leaving me alone and being mm. okay with it, right? And like still checking in or just don't bother you at all until you reach out. Either yeah, don't bother me or you know like don't talk about. Cause that's another thing too is that like, you know, when I get home, it's just like off automatically like okay, so this, this, and this, and I'm like, fuck, you know, it's it's too much to where, I'm I'm tired, you know, like I get mm. home and it's like, I'm tripping off being tired because it's like, what did I do to be this kind of this like exhausted, exhausted, drained, and, yeah, yeah, and drained, and it's like fuck, you, maybe it's just because you holding all this shit, mm-hmm. you know? and it's heavy and it's overwhelming, and <clears throat> I mean, even last night. You know, I ended up knocking out over there with and Nims because um, we're just having good-ass conversation, you know, in good-ass energy, just being in their house and their home, you know, just with, like, ancestors, you know, and, like, right. al- altars and candles and just love and good vibes and energy. Right. It was really just comforting. And it was. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that I was going to feel that way there, but I definitely got some healing last mm. night and then also I just love it. always to be here in this space you know yeah. very healing we got spulu in the building spulu all caps spulu always speaks that life and yeah that's yeah. that's beautiful that you have a workspace that give you a mental health break or you uh, or a day off because not a lot of spaces offer that and we and there should be that for every, every every like institution because you know that you know just thinking about how like we are so fucking uh, focused on like productivity, mm. right? right? And right. like, and having to produce and do these and meet these deadlines and meet these deliverables. And it's like, bitch, I'm struggling over you. Right. I'm going through some shit. Fuck your deliverables. Fuck all this shit I gotta do. I need to be okay, right? right. And some some um, meme that I seen really spoke to me where it was like, you know, you go, you doing all these years at a job that will be quick to replace you when you can't produce for them anymore. And it was right. like, oh. And I've, I've, <clears throat> that's real I've seen fun. that so many right. times. Like, again, going back to, like, having to be, knowing that you're being replaced and then trying to find space to live. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I can't imagine just not having the mental capacity to, like, take on other people's life and their needs and then yeah. still trying to find your own peace. Yeah. That's why, again, I, I see why you gotta be like, don't talk to me. Uh huh. Don't breathe. Because yeah. then. <laughs> you want to fight. That dragon uh, breath won't just come out. <laughs> Reflex. Yeah. It's gonna be Dracarys all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, and, that's definitely needed. I'm glad that um, you shared that because that's important to know how to support someone like you or anyone who's going through something like that. That's, right. uh, that's important because you have been heavy. Uh, and I don't even know how you did this. You were able to do go through all that and even pick up my weight. And, like, mm. that just shows the power in, like, just your, your love and loyalty and friendship. Like, mm. you were even, like, shit was so heavy. To hear this and to hear that you even carried my weight, like, that's just, uh, great, I'm going to cry. <laughs> that just shows the weight of your love and, your, and the way you love and your loyalty. Like, that's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. And you did such a great job of like dying to yourself and catering to my needs throughout the whole week. 
And like that's why I'm just sitting here listening to. I was like, wow, I had no idea. I had an idea, but I didn't know how heavy it was until I was like listening to you. Now I was like, shit, this dude carried my weight almost this whole throughout this whole thing. Checked in on me, and I'm like listening to you. I was like, never once did I check in on you, and even know that, you know, <clears throat> I was so blinded by the heaviness of what I was going going through that I do remember D Boy talking to me about this and mentioned it, but. I was so blinded by that that I missed out on an opportunity to support you and a man. No, no, no. It's not at all. Uh, it's not at all. Like no, yeah, for sure. It's it was easier for me because to be left alone, right? Mm. Like to not deal with this shit. It was easier to drop it and be like, I need to, I need to come. I need to show up for you mm. because this shit it's been there. It's just you know it reached a higher level. Yeah, but. Just, but it's okay, right? Because support looks like leaving me to, f- like, we're going to leave that shit over there. <laughs> mm. And we're going to deal with what you're going through sure. because, mm-mm. Yeah. We can, we can have some control over that. Yeah, this, for sure. I don't feel like I have much control over it. It's like trying to um, navigate those wa- this water, yeah, right, with this yeah. fucking um, storm. Right. Yeah. And one thing that I've learned, I mean... This is just to put it out there. One thing I've learned through my experience of this whole fucking cyberbullying is that, you know, like every emotion is meant to be felt, not held. <laughs> mm. So as long as we understand that, you know, if we can just sit with our emotions, whether it's really hard to carry, just understand that when we sit with it, let's just feel it out, feel out the weight, but never allow that shit to be held. You know, when yeah. we hold it. That shit starts manifesting in fucking sickness. It starts mm-hmm. manifesting in like the way you treat people. It starts manifesting in very just in a very malicious way, and we definitely don't want that. And I don't yeah. know. It's like holding on to poison when we're like, let that toxic shit go, like spill it out. So that's one thing I've learned in my experience. Like, just feel it. You know, feel the hurt. Yeah. Feel all the the shit that's saying, and then once that. Feeling all the anger. I'm going through all this dabda. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going through it. Acceptance. What's dab? Like, what's dabda again? Sheesh. See, it's, I'm over it, here. It's the acronym for yeah. the, the five stages of like. You see, I gotta pop up my phone and get that grief again. or something like that. I yeah, remember you mentioned it with David. But look it up, everybody. But I had to go through that for me to understand that emotions mm-hmm. again are meant to be felt, not held. So yes, if we get that, that. We'll have a we'll have a better. Just you know, we'll we'll start living. Uh, we'll start living healthier we'll start thinking healthier yeah. we'll start talking healthier but yeah don't i don't I, re- I, I have allowed that shit to fester in my spirit for far too long yeah and i was luckily again to be surrounded by the right people who helped me fucking vomit out all this toxicness that was happening that was already premeditated and becoming like rooted in my heart like i was gr- i was thankful that i had like good friends and families to like uproot mm. all that junk to mm-hmm. get it out so by the time i shared my by the time I stepped here in this studio and started uh, talking about um, just my comeback, it was I was ready to really put out love and really put out joy, and I would not have been able to do that if I didn't have the right people to speak into me for me to allow t- for me t- to for people to give me permission to feel and protect me as I feel, and then you know be able to like just kind of let it go so i know it's i know it's easier said than done because this shit's never easy because i had to sit with my shit for a while but it's a process it's a that you went through you know so you're speaking from experience so yeah Yeah. that's that's deep hella deep (laughs) i'm in my thoughts right now just thinking about like being at that state and then just like thinking of like 
two major things that really helped me deal with it. You know, like, yes, there could be family. Yes, we could talk about it. But, like, remedies that really helped me just sit, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, you can, like, for me, just kind of being, like, you know, telling myself and just, <laughs> like, feel, like, loving my body. Right. And mm. allowing myself to, like... You know, take a groom mm. and and really just like feel that like I'm the shit, you know, at that yeah. moment. And then also the second thing is just like reflecting like, damn, I'm in a lot of spaces that no one can ever be, mm. be in. So that just gives me joy to even just appreciate, acknowledge like, damn, I'm in a position that like people will talk. People will die and, to be yes. in. Right. And to be in this space and just think about that like everything that we feel is valid and it's good that y'all have each other and that I have y'all too. <laughs> yes. And I just knowing, you know, the support that our PI folks has for us, you right. know, and mm. a lot of like what you're saying comes from our own personal, our own family. Right, right. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of the things that we're dealing with is coming from people we know and we love. Right. Mm. And, and, we don't have the space to go and run away right. because then our responsibility is there. Mm-hmm. And then when we deal with it, there's always this cultural responsibility, like nurture and foster it. Be the, this person that you say you are because of all these experiences that we know you can do. And always being the beam of life in your family, like they don't know, you know, they don't know. People don't know what you really go through and why like as artists, we just celebrate and just like push it out there. And, mm. and create right yeah and, and that's something that gets me going is that like there's so much dance can do there's so much fashion can do there's uh-huh. so much visual <laughs> art can do Thanks. and why i had to keep tapping into other spaces and other uh, artistry so yes thanks for sharing that yeah I, I sometimes i feel like stagnant with when i'm in these kind of spaces because mm. then, yep. then it all starts to come through right because yeah. you know this is just one layer of like dealing with yourself and your own mm. shit right like for you like for you to say like you know you just celebrate yourself and your body and this and that like that's another layer for me that i'm like okay that's another area you need to right. work on um and then like thinking about how you know when in a push in a position like this going back to like ways of coping right like right. um i had to cancel like i canceled you know, work out for the week because I was like, that's just one more thing I have to do. I don't want to do that shit. You know, I just want to be in and feel all this shit. And it's like I need some sort of outlet, right, because I don't have that space to, like, really just pour all this shit out. And I was thinking about, like, damn, I really need to move on that finding a therapist piece Mm. just so that, like, that could be another space to go and dump some shit and unload the shit. Which is why I think I was I was like lightweight goofy last night <laughs> at um, dinner. It was just because I was in a space where I could just be free, you. right? Where I could be like unapologetically, you. yeah, my queer ass self, you know, and and not have to worry about like what's outside and just right. be there. And it's like, damn, I haven't had this in a minute, right? And so that was therapy last night, That's and healing was just to be in community being be in the space with folks and even to chop like yeah, i had time to chop it up with um different people individually and hear their story and hear like what they've gone through and broke through and it's like it's gonna be all right mm-hmm. you know just gotta go through the motions yes 
Absolutely. Uh, <sighs> bro, that was a long ass uh, breath. <laughs> Much needed, bro. Yeah. So it's good to release that shit. And right? thank you all for, you know, your follow up questions. Yes. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah, and your remedies, because trust if i if fashion was available in my size <laughs> i would be doing all the fashion shit uh, <laughs> create it right? yeah that part <laughs> <laughs> yes. all right oh, man. but let's go we're gonna go to these announcements right quick we got some community announcements and we'll be right back hmm. The Wayfinders Scholarship is a collaboration of the Wayfinders brand and scholars Levalasi Loyan and Andrew Vai. As Pacific Islander students in higher education, you have accepted your identity as a Wayfinder in pursuit of a college degree. As former students in higher education themselves, they founded the Wayfinders Scholarship to recognize your work and support you in your journey. The requirements for this scholarship are to be a current full-time undergraduate college student in California at a community college or university, be Pacific Islander, specifically Melanesian, Micronesian, and of Polynesian descent, have a cumulative GPA of 2.0 or higher, submit your application, transcripts, and video submission by August 31st, 2019. If you have any questions, please email them at wayfindersscholarship at gmail.com. And you can also follow at Fearless Wayfinders for more questions. To support, purchase gear online or send Venmo donations to at Jordan-Fihaki to support one of two $1,000 scholarships. All right, we're excited to tap into our ICU segment. This is where we get to recognize our brown excellence, people in our community who are doing great things. Um, they don't have to be even community workers. They can be uh, family members, celebrities, whoever you just want to recognize in this time of our ICU. Um, yeah, so I'll start it off. My ICU goes out to um, Aradna and Paige Wamaki. Forgive me if I said that wrong, but... I've I think I, I'm going to try that again. Uamaki. So uh, these ladies are in New Zealand area, and I just want to give a special shout out to you ladies. You two have been definitely great support during this time, during my time of going through some shit. But um, you two came in clutch with the encouragement, with, um, with, with sharing your story and just making me feel like I'm not the only one that had dealt with that type mm. of, you know, bullying or that type of attack online attack so i appreciate you ladies so much um and just man it was just an honor to be like seen by these two ladies who right. are, are very influential in their work in their um just in in their art and in, in, in music it was just awesome to just uh, for them to just tap in and really you know come down to you know, because when we look at you know le women or men at, at high caliber, we think that nope, they won't come down to us. They won't tap into us. We're just down here and they're up here. But uh, they, you know, for them to kind of reach out and just uh, just connect, just for just to give a few words of encouragement, that meant that meant everything. And I was very appreciative of that because I'm a huge fan, faux show. Sure. So 
I was definitely like, damn, I lost my seat when I was like, oh, Ron. Bruh, <laughs> for real. I was like, Paige, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I was grateful. And this goes to everyone, actually. I mean, it's everyone that reached out. I mean, not just because these ladies are definitely ladies that are in the forefront doing great things, but it's everyone. I see you. I can't say everyone, but these two, I definitely want to just. Um, just voice out because um, they just are special. Everyone is special, but these two are just special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Arana and Paige, I uh, just want to let you know I'm very grateful and thankful that you two uh, definitely shared your stories and just were able to empower me, encourage me during uh, such a needy time. I just want to let y'all know I see you. I just want to say, too, that I. I my my jaw dropped when you sent me the message that Arana hit you up. Right now, and it wasn't just like it's gonna be all right type of thing, right? Like she <laughs> wrote a lengthy message and was she did like, a clap back. Wow, yeah, it was it was powerful and very personal too. Yeah. You know, like just her expressing um, her like, experience, yeah. right? And like you know, she's um, half Samoan, half Indian, and she was never, you know, fully accepted for who she was. And yeah. And I think even just her journey with her tattoo, yeah, right? Yeah. Very similar to like um, the attention you got about right. how hers is from her yeah. chin. From her chin. No. Or, or her, her neck. neck. Yeah. Her neck down. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a Rodna. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I. We grew, I mean, you know, we came up right. slapping some of Rodna. Right. Beautiful voice and just a beautiful she, person. She yeah. gives me my like Selena like experience, like seeing someone PI. Mm. Yeah. in their culture and still have that like at the time you know P.I. is like that reggae like boom boom yeah. that like, right. instrumental like piano three chord um, beat and she gave that and it was like that feel good music and it was always that like while we're listening to that hard shit growing up yeah. Rana was just there to ease the peace and yeah. make us think right, right. right. our feelings <laughs> yeah I, I, I definitely was able to kind of fangirl. I was like, I just want to let you know <laughs> your tattoo inspired me to just want to just kind of go to town with me, my neck. <laughs> I, I wish I could have copied yours, but, you know, you're an original. You're the you're the trendsetter, actually. Okay. I mean, maybe it started from other people, but we caught, I think, the world, the whole United States caught wind of, like, the neck piece tattoo to tie on her neck, and we're just like, oh, my God. We all. I'm sure every girl was like, <laughs> I want one. Right. And you women, like, even there's been so many women who's come forward with, like. I like Paige. Paige's tattoo. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, we think about Teresa. Teresa. Um, and there was there was some other folks that even, like, we've seen other people's work where there were some women who had different, um, not necessarily patterns from the Malu, mm. but just P.I. inspired in, like, the same kind of way of, like, just this. And it's like come through right. that's what i'm talking about just seeing all of that it's so uh, throat chakra right. <laughs> okay right. just all that chakra that throat. I, throat. I like that i like that what that throat let's go to the next oh. one. <laughs> the f- it goes deep down the throat <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <laughs> okay well my i see you goes to you know, I got to shout out my little brother, hey. Nuke Mafia, Twam Shada. His birthday is tomorrow, actually. Okay. That, it's Leo season. Leo's in the I house. I come from a household of Leo. So, I'm, you know, shouting out my little brother. He's uh, 
has a beautiful story. Like my story, you know, was beautiful, but his really challenged um, the idea of toxic masculinity mm. and being a father, um, being in a household um, with a single mother, two mothers, and having to be like in the Tongan culture, be busiaki or mm. in translation in English, like adopted or mm. given to a family member. And um, I'm just shouting him out just because his resilient resiliency to um, overcome a lot of his uh, trauma stories um, through his artistry. So at my fashion show, I had artwork that was displayed on the side of the house. Mm. Right. What house you go to and like the whole backyard is all tagged up. Right. <laughs> you know, my house. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my house, my house, my right. house. <laughs> so my brother just um just has a beautiful story of just kind of really um questioning mm. even queer identity, um, motherhood, having a wife and mm. being with um someone that's of a different religion, a different mm. background. Um, so he definitely sheds a lot of light um, around men who have been incarcerated mm. and we don't talk about their stories mm-hmm. and, and how much they deal with femininity mm. and what that looks like. And I think him being open to my my coming out story, like he was the first one to be like, the next day after I come, came out, I was like, I took all my siblings to Jack in the Box. That's all I had. <laughs> and i told them and um i guess that really hit him mm. um he, he was he was giving me like the next day was hungover and i think he took it out on um alcohol and came back home was in this feeling like bruh i knew it i knew it but give me some love and it's always been that way yeah um growing up with him and i've um definitely appreciate uh, just the growing parts of him and just like acknowledging men who identify as hetero and live that binary lifestyle Mm. to even be open to the queer lifestyle even just being open to the people that bring around the Mm. trans folks that bring around Mm -hmm. that how open my brothers can be and i think me modeling that for them they just come through. So I see you, bro. I see you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Continue to, uh, you know, push through and, and share that men can be open to queer spaces, mm. to artistry, yes. and make money. Hey. And still be hella hood. That coin. <laughs> I see you. Right. Nuke Nafia. Tom mm. Shada. Follow him at 23rd Made on Instagram. Yee. <laughs> nice. Uh, my ICU this week, it's going to be a bit, um, it's going to be a bit vague, but it goes out to my boy, Tone. Hey. Uh, y'all know Tone. We love Tone. We love Tone. We were deep in conversation last night, um, and, you know, it's something, it's something that's very personal to him, and he reached a breakthrough mm. right and and a, and the breakthrough is a long time coming right mm. and you know a, a lot of us especially us here in mm-hmm. in this space we understand what it means to do that internal work right mm. we understand what it means to do that transformative work it's uncomfortable mm. you know it's uh difficult you know it's re-traumatizing um but that's how we power through 
uh, you know, with our resilience towards healing. Mm. And Tone shared with me that he had a break, a, a huge breakthrough. Um, and that's big in itself. You mm. know what I mean? Just for us to to be alive and reach those points to work through some shit because sometimes you know there's things that we go through where folks don't want to do the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. work they don't want to go through it and there's other ways in which they handle it right we can we can suppress it we can keep it in bottled up and it may manifest in other ways yeah Um, maybe there's some suicidal ideation or other you know just other negative ways of um, dealing with our shit mm. and to have reached a breakthrough um, of something so personal you know it's it's huge mm. and it's and it's uh, again uncomfortable and all those things but it's powerful mm. and it's healing and it's and it's 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 amazing as uh, somebody who's a f- uh, you know one of his f- dear friends and who knows, you know, the specifics, it's, it's just, I just want to let him know that I really see you, Mm. bruh, and I'm so proud of you, Mm. and, you know, I don't, what's understood don't have to be said, and I'm sorry to be so, (laughs) you know, so secretive, but it's, you know, it's just the fact of, like, reaching a point, of of something uh, with the internal work that we have to do, it's, it's so big, and, and I want to just celebrate him for mm. reaching that, you know. And, bruh, all that to say, Tone Vai, I, I see you. Yes, honey. <laughs> okay. Tap in with these comedian announcements again, and we'll be right back, y'all. The Essence of Mana Parent Project is a free 12-week class designed to support adult family members develop communication skills and tips leading to more love and nurturing family relations. This is happening August 8th. For more information and to pre-register, please contact Nani Wilson at 650-243-4850. You can also email her at nwilson at aars.org. That's nwilson at ours.org. This is open to the whole family. Please register today. We back, y'all, and it's time to chop it up with Yeesh, Spoolu. Yeesh. All caps. <laughs> all caps. All Spoolu, caps. all caps. <laughs> I like that tagline there, bro. Um, so, you know, we just want to get into it, man. We want to know about Spoolu. Right. Ask me. Not the Spoolu mm-hmm. with the singing career, but the X-rated video, video queen. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, here's the scene. You're lying in the bed. <laughs> oh, you know the lyrics yeah, to the freak right. of the industry. You are a freak of the it's industry. Right. Jesus, take the wheel. Let's be grounded. <laughs> Let's focus wheel. on Spoolu. Right. Honey, we we'll talk. Ask about me. Ask about me. Man, so yeah. what's good, Spoolu? Tell us about you. Tell us where you are right now. No, definitely. We were just talking about breakthroughs. Mm. And I think continuing that conversation, like I have so many breakthroughs. Just mm. having the show was a breakthrough. Yes. And everything. Even just having conversations mm. and voicing what I'm experiencing now is a breakthrough. Mm. Word. Um, because I was a person that never had a lot to say. Because mm. that's why I went into dance. Because I didn't know how to 
properly speak everything I said was like you feel me you feel me you feel me <laughs> and expect everybody to really understand my like struggles right. mm. and um, so a lot of the breakthroughs and just using art as a way to break through has been healing and also being um, just reviving a lot of things that I needed to just face mm. so just being really just enlightened and having the spirit that really blesses everybody. And I, I love that part of Spoo. But then also just being hella hood. And like <laughs> owning up to the hood rash shit that I love to do. Yes. Right. And get lit and get turned. And then also having the spiritual side. Mm. Yeah. And, and really understanding what that higher power means to me. And what relationship that um, I have. Mm-hmm. With the ancestors and with the higher power that centers me mm-hmm. and allow me to break through. Mm-hmm. So for me, like having that. that all those components as an artist, as a person, as queer, as a right. spiritual person, um, definitely that really awesome. challenge yeah. a lot. And and you just I love that. Yeah, you pointed it out very beautifully about like how there's these three elements and yeah. you are all of those three elements at the same time. Yes. Right? Like thinking about uh, the spiritual aspect, right? And just where you are in terms of like coming back to it. Or, or, or not coming back to it. Maybe I, I'm saying like coming back to the church mm. itself, right? So you mentioned earlier that you're LDS. Yes. Right? And you also identify as queer, fluid. And I just, I don't know, something I've always been interested in is like how does that how does that operate, right? And how has that ex- how has that experience uh, shaped you before and w- and to where you are now? Right. Well, yeah, for the culture, <laughs> you know, um, I've always tried to dismiss that LDS or being Mormon was my background. Mm-hmm. Mm. So when you talk about decolonizing mm. yourself, yeah, before deco- the decolonizing systems within um, the work that we do as like advocate for our people, mm-hmm. um, I felt like I kind of like lost relationship with my family in and, and, and ways. Mm. And now that I don't edify the LDS in the ways that I used to being closeted mm-hmm. um, and being fearful, the now I t- talk about it in terms of like, I can't talk about being Tongan without talking about religion and right. how much influence religion um, plays a big role in Tonga. Mm-hmm. And I can't talk about my Oakland experience without talking about Mormonism. Right. Because born, being born into the religion and also being five generations into it, mm. um, that already has a legacy within itself. And my family's so proud of it. And, mm. and um, when you're trying to figure out who you are as a queer person, yeah. you don't have any room because then that's all the conversation exists is how are we going to spiritually align ourselves with their God, a God? Mm. Mm-hmm. How do, can we continue to um excuse me (laughs) how can we continue to really elevate this person and i think for me it was just like i'm glad i went to school Mm. i'm glad i chose an art form that allowed me to question and disrupt conversations around Mm. what is normal to them Mm. and had i not did it 
the shit that my family doing now would have been popping. I think it would have been yep. structured in a way that they know best. Mm -hmm. It's through the church. Mm -hmm. There's a way, there's a, an order mm -hmm. that is aligned. And I think in any family that is rooted in faith has that kind of alignment. Like, this is what you got to do. This is what we believe. But I think in my family right now, we're in a space where it's a don't, don't ask, don't tell mm. situation. Right, like, right, we right. see you. I see you, but uh, we don't want to see you in action. We don't see you holding hands. Mm. And for mm. me, it's just uncomfortable. How do I tell my partner that? How do I tell right. people that I'm in relationship with in art that, like, this is what I grew up with? Right. These are, like, the boundaries in mm -hmm. which it's like you're out, but you but you can't be... These are the restrictions. Out, out. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, that, that really resonates with me, like, my pop said the same shit and, or says the same shit in terms of like, you know, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know if I can see it or whatnot, mm -hmm. or what, but like I would, you know, he said like, I never stop loving you and that kind of thing, which is right. a huge thing. But then there are those other layers to still deal with. Right. With like, right. I don't want to see you with, don't bring them around. Part, right. yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think the, the spiritual part um, it's interesting when I do talk about that mm -hmm. um, topic. Um, a lot of gay folks and queer folks are like, "What? You going back into a place that like downgrades us, that mm -hmm. belittles us for years, have brutalized us, mm -hmm. right. and you're going and you're talking highly of this space?" And I think I, I, mm -hmm. I, I reflect on that a lot, and I really have to question like, did I really go back, or did I really want to go make peace with myself? Mm. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was that when I moved back, um, I was going with the agenda to politicize people in the church. Like, mm. we got to be this. We got to be inclusive yeah. to this space. And because I was just, that was just my norm of inclusivity was that yeah, yeah, yeah. everything needs to be included. Challenge the institution, right? But then it, it did harm to my family mm. because I did a lot of projecting. Yeah. Uh, it was over-projecting. And my family's not there. And I don't think a lot of our family or our community is there. So right. when... You are in a space doing this twenty four seven, right. and then you go home and you try to preach. Yeah, because they they do missionary work every day to me about mm -hmm. what I'm doing wrong. But mm -hmm. then when it comes in reverse, like having a college degree, mm -hmm. having a platform that I have, mm -hmm. um, th these are things that they wanted for me. But then now right. when I move back home and try to apply it, it's just like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Right. So then that allowed me to really step back and reflect and really meet them where they're at and restore those family relationships. And, you know, the Mormon yes. religion has that high, you know, high praise for the family nest that they do create and that right. they do sell. Mm -hmm. as like, we're all about family. Mm -hmm. And I see that. Mm -hmm. And I see that. And I, as much as I know about an institution that um, at one point was never for everyone that was excluded to blacks mm -hmm. to to queers um mm -hmm. if i share that with my family i don't have nothing else to offer right, right. so this is their salvation this is something mm. that brings peace to them mm -hmm. because if i take that away i'm like there's so much so much therapy that they can go into there's yes. i don't have a spiritual practice to give them right they don't want to dance they don't want to kumbaya with me <laughs> right, like right. that's that's my right. process uh-huh so and it would be stripping them of their identity yeah. right. that they've, you know, been built upon with, with like all of the, right. you know, us Islanders and that connection to, to faith in that sense. What what's it been like, uh, 
going back to the church for and and finding or still searching for that healing with within yourself right or for yourself I think when I was going back, I was trying to be politicized to space, and I thought I had to wear a sign on my head like queer, <laughs> queer. Like don't pick on me to pray because I won't pray. <laughs> That's just me protesting. But I think I didn't have to. I didn't have mm. to come out in the way that um, people thought I was gonna come out. That when I said I'm going back, they thought I was coming out and just going back and like being open. Uh, I never had to really explain myself. It was just everyone was just so used to. Spulu and the artistry that I offer and it made me realize how beautiful art is you don't have to say a lot yeah mm, yeah, yeah yeah um um everything I'm doing like most of the people that came to my fashion show were all return missionaries mm. the oh, ones that were wow. dancing in the middle getting turned with stripes. really yeah. all they're all return missionaries yeah, I, love I, I love it and and it just like it was interesting just to see them getting cranky. They were the one that started dancing. I know. While everybody hey, it was, was lit. Everybody was trying to get you know get yeah. the spirits in, get in the zone. Yeah, yeah. But they were like getting it in, and I was just like, damn, that made me appreciate you know like how much um, we have come a long way mm. to to, yeah. to really appreciate art and also like not question because um, you know for me like I'm I'm known in my family to fight. And throw down, mm-hmm. like done for every cousin. Kind of, kind of gave a little, little punch. In, you know, my mommy, when she was in the way, I was just like, "Mom, move out of the way." <laughs> um, but it was just, I appreciate like those moments because those mm. are those were moments that I I needed to feel those pains mm. right. and and needed to feel the hurt that they were hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm at a place where like, how do I? Um, really share my truthful self in all spaces because mm. I feel like I, I do kind of like as a shapeshifter play different spaces because of someone else's comfort mm. and when I'm at church I don't do a lot hey. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very just like code reverent mm-hmm. code switch mm-hmm. or, or shapeshifter I, I like say, shapeshifter yeah, I say shape, right. code switching you know like mystique yes, yes. and I think um, when I was in Hawaii um my cousin I haven't seen for years. The last time I seen this cousin was in 2007 at my dad's funeral. Mm. And um, out here, she was hella hood, hella about her stuff, and then went missing. I never thought of her until I went to the swap meet in New- in Hawaii. She, all she seen was, like, this curly hair, like, oh, I like your style. And then I was just like, yeah, I'm from Oakland, California. She was like, I know you. I was like, my family. She gifted me with... Um, a piece that symbolized Maui, the character that mm. is portrayed in Moana. Right, right. And, and that mythical creature that uh, we as PIs don't even, and when we talk about indigenous culture, we don't even tap into because we're so influenced by religion. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. tapping into that space and being on um, sacred grounds there, uh, she gifted me with uh, a Manaia, that's like Maui, mm. um, and, and African culture, that's Ilegua, that's mm. Eshu. This is the person that um, is a trickster, but also can play so many roles, mm. whatever side you see them. And I think I have that power um, spiritually to shapeshift. And, 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 and you do. And you definitely spaces. do. I mean, For sure. when, you, when you go to church, oh, um, you, you, you know, right. You're, are you uh, considered uh, an elder? 
Um, no. No. Okay. Well, you just look like <laughs> right. you look like an elder. An elder. No. No. Elder. Elder Pulu. Come on. <laughs> got the suit. Right. Got the got the uh, name tag and all this shit. Got the comb. <laughs> the comb over. Yes. Clean cut. <laughs> got to. I think that helped me. Um. Tap into my masculinity too. Mm. Um, I thought that Say being, more. being queer, um, that I'm becoming bitch, tight, yeah, and right. was it mm-hmm. for a little bit. And you know, um, I was out there with you know with the boys swinging <laughs> back. <laughs> right, 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 right. No one. I'm glad that the internet wasn't around that time because <laughs> I would have had the memes coming through. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> You would have been viral too. Right, <laughs> I would have been viral. Like, Ooh. but I, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just I um talking about like playing this this what I call my trade side. You know, I don't know what the trade is. <laughs> <laughs> let the let the let the children know what's trade. Right, the trade is you know someone who who's portrayed this binary lifestyle, but is on a low low, <laughs> and it's pretending to get right to to um. Straight men who be doing stuff on the Lolo women. I don't ever hear stories about you know our women out there because y'all like that shit. Yeah, so y'all right, don't think right, it's the right. Lolo. Y'all like that shit when women doing stuff together. But y'all boys like to get shit tickled too. <laughs> 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 honey, honey. They like their booty playing with. Right. <laughs> and it's in 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 sexual health like that's healthy, but because we have this stigma that right. that doesn't allow men to really explore their body, yes. like. It don't mean nothing. These are just, you know, labels, but, you know, my trade side comes out. <laughs> I'm trying to be all the hood. <laughs> masculine. Just, you know, hit it. But I think going back to, like, that spiritual side, like, also Maui and that idea of, like, Manaia. Um, mm. um, there are other gifts that no one talks about. Maui has is that they connect with the spirits more. Mm. And as a dancer, I've always evoked that. Right. Spirit, like when I'm dancing, I'm talking about issues that like there the performance doesn't become the same all the time. Right, right. it becomes some other spirit that I invoked. Mm. Um, when I did my piece around Black Lives Matter, yes, bl- um, Black versus Blue around police brutality, mm. um, that was a piece I toured all over the states, and I got tired of doing it because then the spirit of our black and brown, black and brown brothers and sisters were, you know dying every day and i was reliving a a moment in time that Mm. uh, was supposed to bring awareness and bring comfort to seeing that truth come out right right. and there was no healing coming out of it and i think coming out of pilot um i had to start finding ways to like bring people back yeah Mm. by chanting asada shakur phrase uh, it's our duty to fight Mm -hmm. for our people to win Right. I remember that. I remember that that moment, and you doing that performance, and having seen that performance before, but you doing it live in that space, and like surrounded by so much of the of the pilot fam that was there, you know, within your cohort and uh, from you know alumni. I just remember that moment vividly. You know, like we're all everybody bawling, mm. tears, you know, fists. Uh, raising the sky, everybody's fist was up, and just hella manifold in that. Yes. We had to take a break. We had right. to take a break. We had to catch our breath. Everybody was in the mono room right after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody was like, "Damn, Spoolu should have went uh, last." But you know, like it was beautiful because there was so many 
uh, different ways in which folks shared. No, I think what what helped the healing process is that um, at before our pilot talk, we had um, times where we share messages, we record everyone given mm. offerings mm. to right. the individual. The talk behind and, your back. Um, and that's just for people to like edify and continue to affirm and come from everything that they've learned about you in that week and what yeah. we've learned collectively right. together yeah. yeah and just having that peace i was just like my mind was working quick at that moment mm. and i added that um sound score into the ending with everyone's oh, testimony wow. being oh. a part of it and that's what really made it really that's, that's when i realized ball. like i need to bring a healing space mm. into the work that i have now because it's always been dark Right. And as an artist, we're always talking about our love, mm, breakups. And right. we always start there because then that becomes the root of where we, where we always, you know, try to find our peace, our our, um, our love for ourselves. And now, like, the shit that I'm doing now with fashion, like, it's on and popping. But, you know, there's there's context to that. Right. There's, like, there, there's a, there's a undertone that I don't want to talk about because then... The, the work speaks for itself. Yeah. It's the celebration right. of it. Mm. Right. So what can we expect from Spulu within the next, well, by the end of this year, for the rest of 2019, and even for 2020? What can we expect out of you as far as the creative? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, for the past um, four years, I've been collecting work since middle school and archive mm. pieces that I've had from um, home videos to writings and essays, even to my suspension uh, slip that I got suspended in middle school. I keep <laughs> shit like that. Like I keep stuff like that. Like those are monumental moments yeah, yeah. that help me um, create new works. Mm. Um, and I think I'm so used to just putting out fresh shit all the time. I mm. took a break and just realized like I, I want a legacy. Like I yes. want I want uh, reps that I can produce and people pick up mm. and then make their story. In the 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 formula that I've you know constructed together, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen that in so many long term dance companies, they create um, great works, and then it's just plays throughout like the whole world, the United States, and right. it just keeps going. You see that with a lot of like orchestra pieces, like yeah. they're yeah, playing yeah, yeah. eighteen hundred music, right? And right. It still play to this day, and I I want to create that type of legacy with the work that I have. So within now into twenty twenty. I'm having. I'm gonna have those controversy, uh, controversial uh, conversations around career identity, mm. and I think I'm ready to take on that heat. Nice, right? bring it. Okay. And I, I, I have the community to support me. Yes, and I know that now than before. And being very um, to myself, I was mm. only just putting work just to. Uh, brand myself and put the artwork but next week there's gonna be more fashion yes um more visuals yes more w- more collaboration yes and then more um international travel yes and collaborating with our brothers and sisters abroad so nice. now it's just really laying low and like saving up mm, you know part. we got we got bills to pay yeah. um it's been a struggle just even kind of like have a nine to five knowing that my brain is like in my work right yeah so now i'm at this point where like i'm just gonna take whatever i need to take now just to bless myself because what helps me appreciate those moments where i gotta take on the nine to five is like people talk about like i was a security guard mm-hmm. graveyard so kamaya says that she said mm. i was a security guard working graveyard trying to pay for my music right. and look right. at me now mm, right. yeah and i people you know washing dishes 
and being janitors and now they're principals at their own schools. Mm-hmm. Right. And it just made me appreciate like, the work that you got to put in um, and, and laying low and delaying gratification so yes. that that long-term sustainability within your craft yeah, just yeah. stays stay up. So right now, these interviews, these little small poppers are just to introduce, <laughs> yes. reintroduce who Spoolu is on a worldwide platform. Yeah, right. yeah. Because it's all leading up to the big one. It's all going to lead up to a big one. Yeah. And I'm just glad that um, y'all are a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Part we, of that. We went that. to the first one. Yeah. Right. Part cool. of the second one. Yes. I'm really sad I missed. I was like, I just showed up and I think the fashion show right. like, just happened. Yeah. But yeah. it was good to be in that space. Because, yes. you know. It was lit. From the Even from the first one, I, I feel like <laughs> I really appreciate everything you put on. Right? You, you you used what you had. We were at the house in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, you had um, the lights and the artwork and the uh, the booths. You know, right. Moko was there. Shout yes. out to Moko. And the like, projector on the wall. The projector uh, on the wall with the, you know, with the video. Yes. Okay. The video mix you put together and the music. Yes. Live. It was the, live drums. And then you had a live DJ at the same way. Just the whole thing, you know, like it, it's Spulu all the way. Thank you. No, I, for me, that's one of those things. I'm like shouting out my brother and just kind of like right now I'm at a place where like I'm trying to be a full time daddy. I'm trying to a be a daddy or a zaddy. Both. Hey, <laughs> hey honey. I'm trying to be a, a full time dad and like really uh, reshape what um, what family could look like in mm-hmm. mm. PI um, norms of like, you know what we have to do with the mother and father. But I think about the future kids and how I would raise them mm. with my future partner and, and really um, also uh, tapping into, like, having, like, that mother be a part of our lives. Like, I'm not trying to have kids, just to have kids, but the, the mother be a part of that influence. So I think <clears throat> the overall is just, like, how do I t- work up to that point mm-hmm. where I can be a full-time daddy and mm. still still be a service at service for the community mm. and, and have these Talanoa series across you know spaces and mm-hmm. just having that being modeled for for my kids or my nieces and nephew and even for my siblings that I got to do that work and take on the heat so next year like I'm ready for the election <laughs> oh I'm ready for the the you know the increase in you know in the, the the property taxes yeah, and yeah. Mm. all the changes that's going on, I'm, I'm ready for what 2020 has to offer. Mm. And it's beautiful that it's 2020. And I got that vision, hey. right. and I, I, I see it and I feel it, and I know what I need to to get that support and heal. Right, right. And I know it's not going to be. I don't want a beautiful, you know, journey. I just know like what I've been up to this point yeah. allowed me to really take on the shit that I need to do mm. next year. Right. So whoever wants to, you know, talk to talk. I've been walking. (laughs) There you go. Right. 2020. 2020, honey. Can I can I can I throw a wrench in there? (laughs) Throw it. Can I can we ask a personal question? Come on. Ask them. Okay, Just because you are, you know, because we're all complex beings. Right. Come on. Yep. Uh, And you mentioned you want to be a daddy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Daddy. So I'm not sure if everybody knows this. I just know, you know, I know this because we've chopped it up in this is sense. Um, you have a, you have a, you gave, you have a kid. Is that, 
I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk about he it. He spoke but, about fatherhood. Yeah, yeah he spoke about fatherhood. Have a child. Yeah, it's like you have have you One, fathered two? a child, right? Um, it, it's com it's complicated. It's complicated, yeah. right? Yeah. So I've I've I'd, I carry you know the title now. You know it's it's complicated because now it's like oh God, Daddy. And I was like oh okay. Mm. It's like that. Um, and I don't think the the child is to blame for. Um, the situation that you know they're not allowing themselves to be open mm-hmm. to the lifestyle that I've told, and then also the lifestyle that um, this person is living. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's interesting to like also hear there that there are stories of queer men right. uh, who have families, mm-hmm. and, and then talk about down low, they probably went into these relationships because of fear, right. and then having starting families, and then noticing later on in life, like, this is who I am. Is, and yep. I see that a lot in a lot of um, of my like Mormon families, that they, right. they go into families right, right. and start uh, relationships, and then they don't have just one kid, they have three or four or five. Mm. Yeah. And and people think that's 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 an issue. Right. They think that's like, that's like that's hella fucked up that you did that mm-hmm. to homegirl. And I'm like, um, actually, we were in a space to really allow our queer identities. Um, we probably would have understood what we need, but I think it was right, meant right. for um, my cousins to have like the kids that they have. Because then now they can really like follow the kids and then still be mm. in dual relationships. Like I'm still related. To, I still gotta be like you and homegirl are still co- like connected. This is, yeah, we're we're fam. Yeah, yeah, Aww. we're fam. That's so that's that's that going. But mm-hmm. I think like we don't talk about queer people having um, kids and, right. and, and wanting to. I I I have you know fluid being fluid. Um, like I had those those desires to you know want to eat it and want to tickle you know <laughs> <laughs> you want to eat the poos <laughs> so you know that's that's something that like um, understanding um, it's like the fluidity of queerness mm-hmm. that like I do have that attraction to to women right that um, you know. That I love. Like, that's that, the whole point of being queer, right? Right, right, like that, right. You know, like the, the like my little crushes that I have out there, like Kalani, mm. Princess oh. Nokia, uh-huh. FK Twig. <laughs> I'm into those, like freakings. Like I don't, you know, because like you won, you see your kind, right? <laughs> and I just love what they offer, also like spiritually. Mm. In their artistry, and I'm just like, damn, that's that's my type. That's hey, my type. That's hey. my type. Um, but <clears throat> going back to like fatherhood, like the everyone always think about adoption. Yeah, but that's an option. Mm. Right. But, you yeah. know, I'm trying to have my own seeds. You know, hey. like even more, mm-hmm. even like continue to really now be transparent about what I need mm-hmm. instead of just going in, into a, a dark place. So, right. That's the whole game going, and I mean, I think it's so beautiful to know like that element of your story too, right? That you, that your seed is out there, right? But the situation is what it is, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. And it's cool because it's what you, you all have, right? right. And, and it's that special thing. It, it, it's also like different because it's not the norm of what we know to be like. Okay, mother, 
father, child, and how that you know how that carries out and plays out, right? right. Like it it can be complex right. and beautiful all in the same. Right. Yeah. So for me, it's just like you know the situation I'm in now is like I've been there for you know. My my best friend, she know she gonna, she my best friend all the time, every yeah. day. Um, it's just one of those beautiful situations where like I'm there, yeah, to support the situation, um, that she's in, and just you know be okay with it. I think there's so right. much grudge and so much hate that someone can have uh, towards another person, even though um, the child is calling someone else father. When you know, like now I done did dipped. Right and everything, but I don't. You I don't, accept it? I accept it. Yeah. I have multiple conversations, and for me, that's why I like let me do it how I know right. I want to do it and communicate that to my partner. Mm. As a, I mean, because you know, as a queer person too, like I've been asked before from uh, a few of my lesbian folks of like, would you ever, you know, like donate? Your sperm to oh, to yeah, a yeah. to um, a lesbian couple so that they can, you know, have have a family, have a kid, and I was like, no, nah, I don't think so because even if I knew that, right, like I would want to, to be, be a part, part of, the, child. of mm-hmm. the child's life because that's a part of me, even though like it's not the typical kind of situation. And they were like, "See, damn, that, that's we can't ask." Polynesian or we can't ask Pacific Islander men this because they get a lot of the same answers, right? Of like, nah, I don't want I don't I wouldn't want to do that because I would want to be a part of the child's life. And I was shocked at my answer too. It was like, dang, that's what's up, you know? Yeah. And I think and that's that's why I like to challenge that narrative is that like because we're so used to our best friends giving it up for y'all to have the babies that we don't think about the emotional state. That mm. we have as as um, donors, producers, producer. There you go. I like that. <laughs> producers also. We we also produce as as well. Right. Um, that 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 also has that emotional attachment. Yeah. And I think by disrupting it by saying like, no, I want to be a part of your child's life. Like, like would that be cool? And they were like, cool? nah. And I was like, oh yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Mm. But if it happened to them, right. you know, if it happened to be cool, maybe. I think that's where that dialogue and that conversation needs to happen. Like, yeah. this is what happened. This is the situation. And I think had I not had these conversations, right, um, there would probably be more hate mm-hmm. in me to be like, throw them up right now. But I think I'm so much at peace where I'm at right now that I'm continuing to find ways to foster and father other situations in my family like how do i father a situation dealing with my own siblings word and and how do i carry that on losing my father too so just like what can i embody Uh you know what can zaddy embody embody? wow just really quick i just want to talk about your fashion show because i really love from the first fashion show it was you had a lot of just trendy very urban um just clothes kind of being modeled and then the second one I noticed that you went very traditional and cultural. Yeah. Like, tell us kind of the twist behind that. And I really loved it because there yeah, was like... Yeah, that was a collection. That was yeah. a collection. It was like, oh, okay. I was caught off guard with that yeah. because when I seen, like, sis pull up and, and I was like, okay, with the fan. I was like, yeah. I see I seen you. I being rocked. Yeah. That, tell us, tell us. So the, the 
so moving back, my mom, she every Sunday there's a new new outfit for church. My mom's a seamstress. She likes to sew. She likes to crochet. She has a little crochet with the, the homies, just like knitting and everything. So the tawalas were actually handmade by my mom. Oh, wow. wow. So my mom was out. Say I kind of went through her drawers. And just like, <laughs> it's an ongoing collaboration, right? right so right. No, you did. <laughs> come on, let me just kind of pick let it. Let me live. So I took some of the bags and some of the hands that, um, I love it. the tawalas that she has. So that the ones that were displayed were her work. Mm-hmm. Wow. the hours... And time that goes into it, she just thinks that she's just making it for the next wedding, right. the next funeral. But I was sharing with her, like, you can actually share a story through this lens. Mm. So the first show started on a, a conversation when she was, it was going into my birthday weekend in January. She was talking about bills. Mm. She was talking about the goals for January and for two, uh, 2019. And I was just like, dang, like, dang, I don't got the money to pay the bills right now. And I'm like, let's put on the show. And she was like, no, not a lot, not another Function. I know how you guys get down. It's gonna be loud. And I was like, no, mom. She still holds on to this um, ch- child that she's so used to being right. out, uh, being away. So coming back, she thinks I'm still that person in right, high school. Right, right, right. So um, that process took only a week. The same for this fashion show too. And it was just collection for the past four years of like stuff that I've collected. I've dyed. Have my mom sewed, and um, it was just to pay that respect to the women in my family so that was that january show was just to pay respect to my mom and then my aunt was going through cancer mm-hmm. and and it's just it's so ironic yeah it's so ironic that the pink is just something that i've just been playing off of oh. um just to make a statement around absolutely trans issues also just i love it Word. i have um my trans sister who's um, just thriving, thriving mm. in um, the work that she's doing and being a part of it. Davia Spain, look her up. Ooh, she okay. was, you know, she's out there doing work and I never, never take credit for putting people on. Mm-hmm. I love putting people on. Like, right. I love being that connection. So that, space was just to really restore relationship with my siblings like yo y'all got some shit that y'all need to put out yeah so that transition from going that pink look from trending clothes to traditional is something that i've really um like to disturb when it comes to like cultural reverence yeah when you're like this has to be only worn at this date but it mix mixing colors and stuff like mm-hmm. i see new zealand doing it i'm like why can i do it okay especially in my own home where like there is purpose and intention behind the work. So thank you, Mom, for collaborating. Thank you for all the <laughs> collaborators, my brother and my sisters out there. Okay. Um, who were there. And I'm just so so grateful that I come from a artistic family. I think thinking about your artistry and all of its elements, right? And even thinking about, like, you're a theater and dance major, right? Yes. With the focus on race and resistance. Yes. And through your art of dance, you know, you raise awareness about uh, critical issues like police brutality, uh, Black Lives Matter, and even uh, free West Papua, right? I remember that you did a lot of work around that, especially in New York, Yes, that, pro- that whole performance. And then even through your dance, you like blur gender lines mm. um, yeah. and you play a lot of parts in like curating, you know, your music and the visuals and all that. What, what is your process like, right? What is your process in like curating your set, um, and what's it like after you've 
done a piece, right? Like you've done a dance or you've put on the fashion show. Like what, what do you feel after you've laid it all out there for all of us? Right. <clears throat> right. Um, I just keep going. I think like talking about possession, like we want to keep what is ours, put a name to what is ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now I know why, because you know, the industry can just take something that's yours and make money off of it. We right, see that right. in our, our homeland to this day. We see that in Disney. We see that in a lot of fashion now. Right. Um, so for me to just sit and just kind of be satisfied, I'm never satisfied with the work that I mm. put out there. Mm. And I think every artist I've worked with, like they're never like okay. They want to keep right. reshaping it. And like that, li- the Black Lives Matters piece that I produced, it was never the same because it was never supposed to be the same narrative. The right. sound score, right. the movement may have been the same, right. but it was just what was happening with Trayvon Martin, what was happening with all the other um, black and brown folks in the East Coast, even to Oscar Grant, Oscar being Grant, in my right. hood, like the right. Fruitvale District, right. like, experiencing that and then being part of the, the fight and mm. being an organizer. So growing up, dance was always it, but I or- organized first. I was a peer health educator in middle school. Okay. Um, mm. Went into organizing with APAL in Oakland, mm-hmm. to California for Justice. Um, these are all like big organizations that really played a big role in my life. Yeah. The artistry was just something that I was an outlet. Right. Okay. So having uh, a platform like dance and then having that social justice uh, intersect yes. um, gave me the opportunity to really say something mm. and not just dance. Because I really wanted to dance with be- behind Beyonce and Chris <laughs> Brown. Right, okay. Right. <laughs> but I just noticed that, like, I didn't want to be behind someone else's story and elevate them in that way. Come like, on. I, I love that my friends are doing it and dancing behind backup dancers and um, creating their own content work. But mm-hmm. um, being my own um, artist and being the brand up for myself right um gave me more of an opportunity to really talk about the the injustice within our community mm. instead of just be back there right, going five right. six seven eight which is cool you know everything that i do is political everything mm. i do right now even waking Your up fashion even waking up yes. waking up is just it, it's Existing. political like uh, people don't want us to exist because of whatever has been engraved into their minds that I love it. They think it's not right. I love and it. Um, all we're trying to do is just be accepted and, and just be approved by our own family and the right. world yes. and, and leave that, that legacy. And why I always talk about legacy so much is because I've seen it done and I know it's possible. Right. So if I can find ways to do it now in my own way yes. and I'm in a place where like I could have been thriving, I was at my peak in 2017, I was going to fly out places, and I said no. No, mm. and I wow. chose to go back home, and right. I chose to go back to church because I still had some unfinished um, work that I need to do at home. That part, and, and that I think um, that grounded me a lot by going back home. And I told myself like, there's, I need to do two things: is go to the two places I felt uncomfortable was at home mm-hmm. and at church. Mm. Um, not saying that it was wrong. It was just that um, I have I've caused a lot of damage in both spaces mm. that I needed to heal myself and also um, bring voice to it. Come so on, that, that 
allow me to do the work that I did in a collaborative effort now because I didn't want to be all the way up there and like family's still struggling right. family's not there but how can I put everybody on so mm. that we're all collectively growing and being you know the pool empire that we're gonna be come on you know? So Whew. y'all better dig in the archives hey. yes. in 2019. Right. Y'all heard it first here for the culture. Spoolu all caps. Okay. Jeez. Yes. Thank you, bro. Thank that's you so, so much. That's a great way to just land the plane. Yes. Drop the mic right there, bro. So much, so many nuggets, so many beautiful expressions you know mm. we really are just so, so grateful we know we could keep chopping it up right and keep going but you know as we always do we gotta pay these bills right. and we gotta go live the rest of our day right but bro it's been really great really great to right. have you here and to chop Thank it up you. with you and let everybody know how they can get in contact with you please. and find you Word. yes please okay add me at spoolunism don't forget the n s p u l u n I S M. I'm just mm. to talk about Spoolunism as a brand. Yes. Um, being around a lot of Black folks mm. uh, and, and understanding what the N word means, mm. um, I used to say that a lot, mm-hmm. and 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 I catch myself here and there slipping, but I'm very aware now of what right. I know now and the historical trauma mm-hmm. that Black folks has to um, go through here in the States. So mm-hmm. Nism was just going against using the word. Mm. So Spulu not saying the N-word. Because I could be that, I could be that illest person, right. but I don't, understanding that historical trauma, we are also black and brown folks in the Pacific. We have our brothers and sisters right. in West Papua mm-hmm. and Fiji mm-hmm. that has to deal with colorism. Mm-hmm. We deal it within the Tonga community who's mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. who's dark. So Spulunism just speaks on that. Mm. Um, that name and that branding so spoolunism on instagram on a facebook i took myself away from facebook but i'm only i only have a page okay, okay. so you can you like know, the page you can like the page and you'll follow a, a lot of the work that i'm doing the website yes. is coming now and merchandise yeah yes. come on yeah. merch and uh, you know i just want to continue to bless everyone so that's where you will find me nice thank you so much awesome spoolu you're so Oof. you're such a gift Spoolu all caps you. and a gem. You are. Thank you, thank you. And all right, man. Yes, as we always do before we get up out of here, we want to uh, just ensure that we're going to do some self care. So, how y'all going to take care of yourself this week? I'll start that off. I'm a. I'm a sleep. I haven't had sleep for like a good week and a half. <laughs> so she been, she been busy. <laughs> I've been busy. Yes. So I'm going to get some sleep. That's right. So, yeah, that's how I'm going to take care of myself for the rest of the week. For sure. How about you, Spoolo? Um, Go to the gym and, and and work out and go to the lake. And that's something that, like, I haven't been consistent with. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know, being with Boo, I'm eating a lot. I'm growing. I want to build muscle hey, mass. Boo? I mean, to everybody else. It's all that like, you're, still, food. you're still, you know, look good. But I think everyone always has that growing part where they want to continue to love themselves so mm. right. I'm trying to slap my chest <laughs> get my tattoos ready okay. for 2020 okay you know, so. hot queer summer next year yee <laughs> so uh, what about I'm, you partner I'm gonna take care of myself uh, I'm gonna go to the movies mm. I, I used to go to the movies by myself a lot I really love just being in the theater being yes. by myself maybe I'll you know 
get high before I go. Yeah. But I just love being, you know, just like love watching movies and like going through the story, hearing the narrative. Mm. That's something I did this week. Um, you know, when I when I had my mental health thing, I went to the movies and I watched The Farewell with Ooh, the movie uh, with Aquafina. I need to watch that. Yeah, everybody go out and watch that film. It is so good. What you do you, know? is it only in select theaters or? Uh, I, I, yes, I think when I yeah when I went to go see it, it was only in select theaters. But I think it might be coming out in all theaters oh. soon if it's not already. Definitely check your local listings. Oof. But I recommend that film. is so good. Um, definitely go out and check it out. Especially just all everything you've talked about, Spulu, in terms of like family and mm. responsibility and healing and trauma mm. and protocol. There it's all of that all of that wrapped up in that film. Um and it's so good to see, you know, a film about a family of color mm. and their and the ways in which they you know, the the nuances and the ways that they exist. I love it. So yeah, gonna go, gonna go to the movies by myself. I love mm. it. All right, y'all. It's time to land this plane. It's nah, been... it's time to it's time to dock the the yacht. Yes. Oh, dock the yacht. Yes. <laughs> you need it's some restocking in our yacht. We appreciate to the dock. Right, we appreciate Spoolu for coming in again. Big Thank shout out you. to Spoolu. All caps for pulling up. So good to have Oakland's you here. finest in the building. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, so we're just going to end it right here. Thank you for a great show. We appreciate everyone for tapping in. If you guys have any questions, please uh, contact us at uh, forthecultures at gmail.com. Find us on all social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And y'all already know our personal pages, so tap in. We would love to hear from y'all, all right? Peace, love, and happiness. Power to the people, y'all. Peace. Yay! This episode is brought to you by... Mary Beer and Maury Manamel. Thank you for your generous donation and continued support of this podcast. We see y'all. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.